The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You know, uh, loving this, the uh, Edmonton Police Service continues to attract more women to the ranks. The most recent recruit class saw 10 female graduates. Today, we're joined by a couple of those new officers, uh, Constable Lacey Richard. Hey, Lacey. Hi. Nice to meet you. Uh, we're still waiting for Whitney, and Constable Whitney Stevens will be here shortly. And we're also joined by Heather Smith, who is the Coordinator Recruit Mentoring Academy Recruit Selection Unit. You bet. That's, That's a me. long title. That's a massive business I card, know. isn't it? I have to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me in studio this afternoon. We just thought it would be a really interesting conversation uh, to see what's what's been happening and how things have changed over the years. You know, Heather, you were... Uh, a uniform member at one point. I was, yeah. I came, I came on board in 2003, actually, um, and things were different. I'll say that. I think uh, the way the EPS has progressed, especially in the last number of years, um, as a female, especially, I think we're just focusing a little bit more on uh, confidence coming in. I know I'd never seen a female officer before. Mm. I had come into the police, and uh, so yeah, sitting in recruit class. You're kind of like, have I done the right thing, right? Your confidence is not quite where it should be. So um, the focus is is awesome, the change. Can I ask why you got out of being in uniform? Yeah, you know what? I think for, for me personally, it was a bit of family circumstance. Mm-hmm. My husband is also on the job. Mm. Um, I did come back in a civilian capacity. Yeah. And uh, this the program that I coordinate currently, kind of a shift of gears of being a police officer, but still the benefit of knowing what the job is like has served me well. So the program that you um, coordinate now, this recruit, Mentoring Academy Recruit Selection Unit. What, I mean, it sounds obvious, but what is it? (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, it was kind of uh, in 2017, our our previous staff, Sergeant Rabinder Gill, uh, saw a bit of a gap in in recruiting women and underrepresented communities, basically, which include women, um, that the application process is just a very broad blanket and and we kind of would throw out the net and we'd often get kind of typical police members applying and he said you know we have we serve a diverse community here we need we need to do better in our recruiting strategy and uh he came into the office i remember and he started talking about it and i knew i just i i remember saying to him i want that job Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i'm i'm very passionate about of course getting females on the job and uh and working with people and and showing i guess development them to a point that they see their personal growth as well. Um, so yeah, he came in and I, I said, I think three times, I, I think I was a bit pushy, but um, <laughs> that I that I felt passionate about that job and that that I could see myself coordinating mm-hmm. this. So that's where, it, that's where it began. That's where it began. Uh, Constable Lacey Richard is uh, in the Northeast Division, the graduate uh, graduate of the recent recruit training class at number 145, grew up in Ardrossan. Well, Constable Richard, congratulations. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me. Now, is uh, being a police officer something that you'd always wanted to do? Um, I would say as a kid, it was something that I definitely considered. Um, but obviously, as a female growing up, it, I didn't, like Heather said, I didn't see a lot of females um, who were on the job. And it was kind of, a, I'm a smaller female. Can I do it? Is it something that I can handle? Um, I think that was kind of always what I questioned growing up. So I, I played hockey as well. So I kind of focused on that and then focused on some school and moved away from the policing. And then, yeah, I just kind of came back to it and was like, why why can't I do it? So what was it that finally triggered you and said, okay, no, I'm going to do I'm going to do this. Do you remember that moment? Did you go, you know, to eps.ca and look at recruiting and go, okay, here it goes. Yeah, I think um, I had a good job before. Um, I loved the people who worked there, but it was kind of, I was kind of stuck in the sense that I couldn't 
move up any higher at where I was. And um, so, yeah, one day I was bored at work and I was just looking at the EPS <laughs> website and I was like, hey, I'm going to go to an information session, session and check it out and see what it's like. So I can remember uh, being interested in going into policing back in 2003, 2004, 2005 yeah. and thinking, okay, this is this would be really cool again. Not a whole lot of women around at that time. And uh, one of the reasons why, <coughs> excuse me, I, I said, no, I, I can't do it because I was concerned about my physical abilities to do the, to do the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, I have, I have bad knees, number of surgeries, the running aspect of it. You know, there's certain things that you have to be able to do yeah. uh, if you're a police officer. And I know there's, you know, different, you know, tests that you have to hit and, and that sort of thing. Where does that stand right now? Is it obviously still the same? There's still a high, high expectation of, uh, of, of being um, physical and being um, in shape and being able to meet these demands. Yeah, I think I can speak to this as far as even the programs that we have. Um, fitness is obviously an important part of being a police officer, not just for your your fit mind, but mm-hmm. fit body as well. Um, so in recruiting, we saw that that was a need, and recruit training also said, you know, we need them to be fitter. We need them to know the rigors of police work and what recruit class looks like. So one of the programs is our Run With a Recruiter program <laughs> that we have, and that runs twice a week, and it's free to uh, people who are interested in policing or even bring a friend on your arm that might not have an interest, but that seed. Okay, well, you know, for those that don't know what this is, I mean, yeah. run with a recruiter sounds, you know, again, obvious, but it is you show up and you go for a run. Yeah, so you we, we meet at the Edmonton Convention Center um, on Thursday mornings from 6 to 7, so bright and early, and then Monday evenings at our Grease Spot Training Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, you show up with some running shoes, hopefully, and uh, ready <laughs> you're to gonna work You're going to need hard. them. And the key is, like, there's, so ma- there's such good networking there as well that you're going to meet other applicants, kind of those like-minded people who are interested in policing, that it's a great spot to just start to figure out if this is for you. Mm-hmm. And is it... Um uh, there's, didn't you just change something with the, having a female recruiter doing this as well? Yeah, so we started the program. Uh, so we have run with recruiter for many years uh, within uh, under recruit selection yeah. unit. And uh, again, kind of saw that gap for women. And so we started a women's only run with recruiter on every second Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been amazing. Good. It's such a good group, and they smell a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Lacey, um, now you uh, you were awarded, what, the trainer's choice? What is that? Um, yeah, I was surprised, actually. Um, but from what I was told, um, it's kind of the instructors um, in the training unit um, voted for a recruit that they kind of saw was um, well-rounded and who did well in class and showed some leadership skills and didn't always take credit for, mm-hmm. for what I did, I guess, and, um, and cared for others. What I was very nice. Very well, congratulations. Thank you very much. So when you talk about uh, you know, the training, you talk about the intensity of the training. Tell us about the training to become an Edmonton police officer. Yeah, so um, while you're applying, um, obviously you have to do a fitness test um, in the application process. But um, in class, um, I would say fitness is something that you'd want to be... Um, you'd want to be strong and it makes things a little bit easier to take because there is so much classes um, six months Mm -hmm. so having there's a lot of information that you're taking in um, a lot of new things and just having that step up on fitness is is really going to help you focus on other things as well Um, but yeah so we did we probably had fitness um, a few times a week Um, it wasn't for me like I really enjoyed it the workouts are hard they're tough but you're 
you're with your classmates, mm -hmm. like it's your team, and everybody's pushing each other, cheering each other on, and it's yeah, it's just really great. Atmosphere. Well, at least you, you come from a hockey background as well, so I mean that uh, you know the the physical side of that, the team side yes. of that. Um, when it comes to what are those, you know, some of those standardized tests to become a police officer, um, physical or not? Yeah, it's a provincial standard that we follow, so it's called the APREP. Um, it's an acronym. We love acronyms in UPS. <laughs> Uh, basically, there's a there's an obstacle course por course portion, and then uh, what's called the Leger run or the beep test, which lots of people have done in high school. Yeah, the beep <laughs> test. Yeah. yeah and so there's a standard of fitness there, but of course in class we often say, okay, this is this is a level of fitness, but mm -hmm. um, in class you're really going to have to step up, especially running and such. And and in the mentoring academy, that is one thing that we do focus on, and we have a a fitness mentor for the applicants as well that. A lot of the times it's boosting confidence and just learning to do things maybe a bit different, tweaking it. Are there are there things like still having to, to do a certain amount of chin-ups in a certain amount of time, certain amount of sit-ups or push-ups in a certain amount of time? Is there all that? Yeah. As a member there is. It's, yeah. it's changed a bit as far yeah. as an applicant goes. I know okay. we used to do a crazy obstacle course and shit, sit, uh, dips and yeah. all those sorts of things, but uh, now we follow the provincial standard. So there is help with that as well on, on the website. They have uh, a prep readiness and an a prep orientation that you can try the machines mm -hmm. and, and see how that feels um, were there other things you know physical side you know, physical side aside were there other things or are there other things that you think are really important for an applicant to have in place before they apply before they're uh, accepted I would say some sort of experience just life experience in general um, but and that's, I mean, and that's no interesting, though, really. because at one time, I mean, kids would get out of high school, 18, 19 years old, you became a police officer, but now you see um, the diversity, again, we go back to that word of, of jobs that people have come from, from chefs, from bankers, mm -hmm. to what, it's all over the place now, yeah. isn't it? And you touch on something, diversity doesn't just mean no. one thing, it can mean, you know, diversity of thought. Um, age, gender, age, yeah, orientation, anything like that, and mm -hmm. and I think too to life experience, yes, and and maybe and some people say post secondary because that gives you life mm -hmm. experience, but having you know a job, relationships, all of that, uh, I think one thing that's really important is talking, being yeah. able to communicate. If you have a hard time communicating um, now, it's something to practice, right? Mm -hmm. It's something to get good at. As when you go to a call, you're looking as you're the problem solver, and they're going to look to you to talk, um, and that's one thing that lots of recruits struggle with right now well what are you doing to change that Re the recruitment <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's a focus interpersonal yeah. skills effective communication um, active listening those are all sessions that we have in the recruitment Academy because that's become a focus mm -hmm. um, emotional intelligence that's a good word to Google uh, that is big <laughs> that is something that can you read other people can you can you see you know are they picking up what you're throwing down yeah. right now uh, especially in heightened emotional things which yeah, situations are involved in um, being able to communicate is key uh, Heather Smith, the coordinator of the Recruit Mentoring Academy, joining me in studio this afternoon along with Constable Lacey Richard, who is one of the uh, recent graduates and one of the, our newest Edmonton police officers. We'll take a break here. I want to talk to you about mental health and the yeah. police force uh, when we come back. And Constable Richard, I'm just going to use it because I can use your title like that, and I'm going to. <laughs> um, nice I, kind of yeah, yeah, I know. You like it, right? I want to ask you about your first few days on the job. What's that? what that has been like for you right after this. 
Constable Lacey Richard joining me in studio this afternoon along with Heather Smith, the coordinator for the Recruit Mentoring Academy Number 1, the Recruit Selection Unit with the Edmonton Police Service. There's a lot going on there. (laughs) How does one get chosen to be a part of the Recruit Mentoring Academy? Yeah, so the Recruit Mentoring Academy is a hand-selected application process. Mm -hmm. So people can be brought forward by their uh, effort and time at Run With the Recruiter. Uh, file File managers can bring people forward. Recruiters can bring people forward. Members have brought other people forward as well so they they're recommended and we do an interview with them Heather, um, you talked about, you know, you were a serving member what, back in 2003, you were on for about 10 years, got yeah. out of it now in a civilian role. You talk about how things have changed. Yeah. Um, have they changed for the better? Have they changed for the better? Of course they have. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be in recruiting. I wouldn't be in this job if I didn't. How have they so. changed for the better? Uh, you know what? I think I think there's been a realization that, like I said earlier, we can't just throw out the net and find people mm-hmm. or have people come to us. We have to really seek them out. We have to um, look at what qualifications we're looking for and, and personalities in that and really seek them out and mentor them into the role. Policing is not an easy job. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like they're trying to figure out if it's a fit for them, we're also trying to figure out if it's a fit for us because it's a 25-year decision. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Lacey, um, what's the first few uh, weeks been like on the job for you? Yeah, it's been really great. Um, Obviously, coming from class, it's it's a big learning curve getting out on the street, but um, everything right now is new. Um, so it's nice to, to actually get out there and be on the street helping people. Obviously, um, police officers aren't called um, when it's your best day. So yeah. getting out there and actually being able to, to help people get through these situations has been really good. Um, and you work with a... You work with a... a PTO, a, yeah. So a police training officer. There you go. So yeah. he's been on the job for a while. For six months? How long do you do? you How long is that for? I believe it's for 16 or 17 weeks, okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um, we talked about communication during the break, about one of the mm-hmm. things that um, you think is really important uh, in a police officer anymore. And I had mentioned before at one time, it was like you're 18 years old out of high school and you just kind of get on there. You look at the, the age range of the new recruits and, and uh, communication abilities. Being a good communicator in this job is got to be as important as being um, in good shape. It's there. There's a lot of things here anymore. Yeah, I think... I think we used to look at kind of physical abilities as, as it. The end all be all, yeah. And, and now we have a lot of A-type personalities <laughs> on the job, which isn't a bad thing, yeah. but I think we're looking for that well-rounded person that is fit and doesn't give up and has that grit. What do you tell about um, you know, new recruits when it comes to mental health? Yeah, I think that has been a huge shift, I will say, since I got on. Uh, we have a, a unit that's dedicated mm-hmm. to um, employee health. Uh, what is it, EFAS? And now it's another acronym, mm-hmm. Employee yeah. Family Assistance <laughs> Unit. Yeah, uh, They have a road to mental readiness that they, they run people through. We also in the Mentoring ha- Academy have uh, mental resiliency, mm-hmm. which is when you get, when when how to identify when you need help and how to reach out for it. Do you think that um, the newer recruits over the past number of years are more open to asking for help? That you both look at each other. Would you be? I, I, I absolutely think yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. The way that they have it set up too is that you can go and it can be confidential. Yeah. That it's just a number and you go and you if it can be for your family, mm-hmm. it can be for your kids. Um, I think the stigma is starting to shrink, which is awesome. Which is really good. Yeah. I know policing can be uh, very difficult on families. Yeah. And there's uh, a lot through class that actually yeah. they've provided us with the support so that we know it's out there so that when we do feel we need it, it's Oh, on the there. mental health front, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they tell you about families and relationships? 
relationship and about policing and bringing that job home and some of the challenges. I mean, let's be real, and I'll just say it. I mean, uh, police officers, some over the years have, you know, it can be a rather incestuous job, you know, <laughs> dating each other. Hey, I also stick by here. Yeah, well, okay, we'll stick by, but the old school, and yeah. I'm just saying it. And there's 100%. been, you know, a lot of, um, you know, talk, it can be really tough on relationships. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you bringing stuff home. How do you deal with that? What What do they tell you when it comes to families and relationships with this job? Um, Heather, you might be able to speak a little yeah, bit more I th- on it. I think, husband. yeah, I think you need to protect your little family unit, right? Mm-hmm. Just as though you'd protect your squad mates the same way. You have to be very aware of things and have lots of conversations uh, with your spouse. Again, conversations, communicating. <laughs> uh, one of the offshoots of the Mentoring Academy that my partner, Jonathan Croft, and I started was a support your recruit night, which we don't have the recruits there. It's about two weeks before class starts, and it gives families and spouses and significant nice. others a time to just ask questions without seeming to be unsupportive of their of their person um, challenges that they may face and then giving them also the uh, contacts for employee family assistance unit because wow. a lot of time we inundate the recruit and forget about the home yeah, and oftentimes, you know, I, you know, having been involved with the military, I also know that you know you can send emails and papers to one person. Right. It never goes. It never gets. <laughs> it never makes it home. Exactly. And it's like, what's going on? What's yeah. happening? It sounds like things have really changed, or you know, certainly, you know, again, we go back to two thousand three, two thousand and four. Yeah. It sounds like things have changed, and 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 for the better. And I think that's that's really important. And it's important for the police service, but it's important for the citizens of Edmonton as well. Yeah. When you're dealing with the police officer and the city has changed yeah. so we had to change as well right and i'm not saying it was a forced change but no. it's been a good change awesome yeah. you know what uh heather i want to thank you for joining me this afternoon and continued best of luck with uh with the recruiting process lacy thanks congratulations first off thank on the you. award first off uh, or second off on graduating and and uh thanks for looking out on looking out for us on the streets look forward to seeing you again sometime yeah, absolutely. thank My you pleasure. thank you